You're listening to the CFMEU Mining and Energy Podcast. Yes, indeed you are. I'm Tim Brunero. Well, if you're a regular listener, there's a voice you're familiar with, that of our Northern Mining and New South Wales Energy Vice President, Jeff Drayton. He spoke to us last October when he was fighting for OS workers at Mount Arthur, and again in December about getting a better deal for coal miners at Bogabri. Now he's at the centre of New South Wales' crucial Upper Hunter by-election, triggered when the Nationals MP, Michael Johnson, had to step down in disgrace. Jeff is Labor's candidate for the seat, which covers the coal mining centres of Singleton and Musselbrook, as well as Gloucester and Dungog to the east, and stretching up to Corindi in the north. Jeff, why did you throw your hat in the ring? Oh, for a long time, when I've worked in, worked and lived here uh, my entire life, and uh, just uh, year after year after year, now we see that uh, you know I'm quite well aware of all the, the money that's generated from the Upper Hunter. We just don't get anything in return. You know, for years and years and years, we've been talking about upgrading Musselburgh Hospital and Musselburgh and Singleton bypasses and you know, roads in Dungog, and it just doesn't happen. We just haven't seen any money getting returned to this area. And uh, it's time we had a representative up here that ensured that happened, that we got our fair share. You were born in the Upper Hunter and you live in Musselbrook now. What do you see is the biggest issue for this electorate? Jobs are... Uh, is the biggest issue. Jobs and job security. Uh, that's what keeps towns alive. That's what keeps towns you know, healthy and going. Uh, jobs is the key issue. Jobs in uh, in all industries, but that's, that's the key issue. Can you tell us a bit about you and your family and um, where you schooled and your history in the district? Yeah, yeah, I can. I was born and bred in, in Denman. I uh, married a, a local Musselbrook girl and I've raised uh, raised my family now in Musselburgh you know, on a on a small farm just out of out of Musselburgh now. I've got three children, who uh, who all still live at home at the moment. But two boys, both uh, a tradesman, both went through TAFE here in Musselburgh, and uh, a tradesman. And my daughters just started uh, university, so they're uh, they're all still at home at the moment, and uh, also worked in uh, in the uh, the Musselburgh Shire. In fact, uh, all, all my working life as well, I started. Um, in a winery for a couple of years. I then worked uh, for the local electricity supply authority, Energy Australia, for about 13 years and then 10 years at Mount Arthur uh, after that. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've worked, uh, and well, of course, in the last nine years as a representing mine workers as, uh, as for the Mining Energy Union. My next question uh, almost uh, covers some similar ground, but what's your experience in the coal industry and, and how important is coal mining to the electorate? Coal mining is extremely important to the electorate. When I say about uh, all the money that comes out of the uh, out of the Upper Hunter down to uh, to Sydney, is that most of that money, or a large large majority of that money, is generated from coal mining. I mean, coal mining and the royalties from that mining keep this that builds infrastructure right across the state, and it keeps the state going. There's no doubt about that. It is, it is extremely important uh, in the Upper Hunter. Um, can you tell us a bit about that last nine years and um, a few of your achievements for coal miners during your career? Yeah, I've, uh, as I say, I've worked for the Mining Energy Union. Uh, I, I love representing mine workers. Before that, I actually did work. I was in the electricity supply industry. I also represented mine workers there while I was on the job. I've done the same when I went to uh, Mount Arthur. So most of my working life, I've represented workers. Um, that's one of the key focuses for me now too, representing workers. Uh, even uh, even if I'm lucky enough to be elected the uh, the MP, that'll be my focus. 
And, uh, yeah, the last nine years, I mean, it's certainly been uh, fantastic. Oh, some rough times, you know, we've had... We've got some of the the worst industrial laws we've probably to deal with that we've probably seen in a long, long time. Um, but yeah, we've had some we've had some great wins, you know, from the the uh, the Glencore uh, dispute the other year, then onto the uh, you know to initially what was largely a non-unionised workforce at Atashi to a you know heavily unionised workforce that ended up with a really, really good deal. To uh, you know, then you go through to uh, to Bogabri and. And the deal uh, that we achieved at Bogabri, you know, the working conditions and their paying conditions there now are, you know, certainly becoming equivalent to uh, to places in the valley, and they were a long way short of that. So, you know, of it, it, it's really satisfying to, uh, you know, when you represent workers and you have a win like that, it's fantastic. You've already announced the first thing you'll do in Parliament if you win. What is that? It's my, the five-point plan for mine workers, effectively. I'm really excited about it. I've had really good support from the Labor Party. In regards, the five points, briefly, the five points are... Uh, <clears throat> they're all... This can be done... This is all done through, uh, through conditions of consent and uh, state planning laws and uh, also the, the, state, the State Mining Act and within the state laws. So although there's a lot of federal... Obviously, industrial law is federal law, there's still an awful lot can be done... Uh, and I'll go through that now. But an awful lot can be done with the with the state uh, the state laws we have. So the first one is we will uh, when a mine applies for a consent condition of any sort, uh, we will uh, mandate that uh, that that mine has to uh, directly employ, so be employed by the mine. Eighty percent of its workforce have to be uh, directly employed. <clears throat> the second part is imposing, uh, and this has been uh, something that's been an issue for a while in the industry, but imposing jail time for mining bosses that breach industrial manslaughter offences. So that will... uh, The idea of that certainly is to increase uh, safety standards on mine sites. If if a mining boss thinks that, uh, you know, listen, I'm going to go to jail if I don't do the right thing, uh, we hope that'll certainly change attitudes towards safety on our mine sites. The, the The third area is... We're going to require, require mining companies to engage in safe and fair work practices. So there's a test. Uh, there's a test uh, under the Mining Act to be a fit and proper person. So if you if you might be a person who uh, you know who under this act well, under the act uh, isn't a fit and proper person, you therefore won't be able to uh, you won't be able to um, to work uh, at that mine site under that act. Uh, the fourth area is uh, ensuring that labour hire workers receive the same pay as directly hired employees. This is, goes sort of hand in hand with the first part. The first part will mandate that 80%, uh, 80% have to be direct hire, but with labour hire workers, and this has been an issue in the industry for a long a long time, and, and it's all about you know, bargaining power is what it's about, the ability you have to bargain. And uh, we will uh, impose a, a registration condition for labour hire companies on mine sites that they have to pay the uh, labour hire workers the same pay as directly directly hired uh, direct hire workers and the last part is is a local jobs test we've heard an awful lot within the industry in regards to automation in particular so of course the concern with automation is you know if they bring in uh, any any uh, or be mobile equipment or any infrastructure that can be automatic uh, automated so it can be operated you know remotely we say that we're not going to stop those technologies if that's the case but there has to be a, a no net jobs loss so that, that goes for, as I said, that goes for mobile plant, but it also goes for things like control rooms. 
if you want to remotely operate a control room, which some mines have decided to do, uh, you, you might want to remotely control them from another state in some cases. We say that if that's the technology you want, that's fine, but there has to be no net job loss. So you've got to, there's a, uh, there, there'll be a condition in, imposed where you have to retrain anyone affected by automation uh, has to, uh, or impacted at all by automation, has to be retrained into another role on that site. So fantastic. The bill is fantastic. The, this industry wouldn't have seen um, a bill like this for a long, a long time if they've ever seen a bill like this. It is a fantastic bill. It's interesting. I was talking to a couple of mine workers, and there are a couple of mine workers I've known for a while. They've been in the industry for about 12 and 14 years. They said, is this real? Are you really going to do this? Have the party really agreed to this? I said, yeah, they have. I said, have you pair, would you pair have ever seen law or legislation introduced where it actually just or actually mainly benefits mine workers? And they haven't. They haven't seen it. So they've worked in the industry for all that time, for 10 years, for 12 years and 14 years, and they have never seen legislation or any law introduced that actually directly benefited mine workers this does that and uh i'm extremely proud of of the work that uh that the party's done in regards to putting this bill together and certainly uh you know i'm i'm absolutely determined to deliver on it now jeff you seem to be coming under attack from some of the other candidates and parties what's going on there from the very day that i was pre-selected there's been a smear campaign against jeff drayton uh well jeff drayton and the labor party and that's, uh, I was determined right from the start, as I'm even more determined now, I'm not going to get involved in, in, any, in any smear campaign. Uh, I'm going to concentrate on doing what I should be doing. I mean, my view is, and I've expressed this a number of times, there's some other people and some other parties getting around, frankly, just telling lies. They are, they're fanciful lies. It, uh, you just, you just uh, unless you heard it, you wouldn't believe it was true. They're spending all their time worrying about, you know, trying to muddy Jeff Drayton up. Uh, and I'm not prepared to get into it. I'm just not prepared to get into that garbage. My view is that, you know, I hear people say, well, here's, you know, other parties and people say, oh, that's politics. Well, it's not my politics. I think people have just had a gutful of all the rubbish that comes out of politicians' mouth when you're actually paid or your job is to actually represent people. Your job isn't to get around and smear people and get around and worry about what everyone else is doing. Our job is to go out, work hard, and fix the issues for the people of the electorate. And that's what I'm doing. They want to distract me. You know, people want me to be distracted, want me to concentrate on, uh, on this smear campaign, uh, and I'm not going to buy into it. Uh, they, you know, whatever I'm doing that or whatever I'm spending time worrying about that, I'm not spending time doing, uh, doing what I should be doing. I mean... The smear campaign's designed to, to do that, to take me away from that. I mean, it also doesn't suit everyone's agenda. Uh, you know, this, particularly the mining bill, um, that's where particularly I've come under attack with the, this mining bill. There's people's agenda it doesn't suit. It doesn't suit some people for me to go and fix these issues. Um, I mean, you know, that's, that's, um, that's their view, but I don't care about their view. All I care about is fixing. I want to be the one to... Uh, to fix these issues for these mine workers, and I'm going to be. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, i just got to keep concentrating on doing what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, people that, people that know me and people that know me well uh, know exactly what I'm like. They know uh, how hard I advocate. And uh, just because I get to Parliament won't, won't, change, 
won't change the way that Jeff Drayton advocates for workers. In fact, uh, it'll probably only strengthen it. One issue you've been vocal about in the past is the extension to the Mangula mine. Uh, that was approved a couple of weeks ago. What was your reaction to that news? It's a great decision. Uh, in fact, I was, I was critical of uh, Muswick Council opposed it. And, I mean, there was some other people opposed it too, some local landholders, and as they got right to. But uh, the decision itself was a fantastic decision. It was uh, that Mangula mine. And the two things that really stick out for me, of course, uh, is the economical advantage well, the e- economical edge that that mine has in relation to this this electorate versus some of the other mines in the area. I mean, that mine employs, 88% of people in that mine are employed in one of the three local LGAs uh, in this in this electorate, you know, Musserbrook, Upper Hunter and Singleton. No one else, no one else has numbers that high. That means when they're employed and they're living and staying in these electorates, that's where they're spending their money. So the economic, they had a, an economical advantage certainly over some other mines. And the other advantage was, um, it's the best rehab I've ever seen. The rehab at that rehab at Mangula is, is second to none. They've won lots of awards for it. Uh, and in fact, I've been out there with a group of people the other week who in fact uh, made some comment that, um, see, that's what it should look like before you mine it. What they weren't aware of, well, that was actually where they'd, they'd rehabilitated it. And when we told them that, no, 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 that's the rehabilitated bit, they couldn't believe it. And these were people, that, to be fair, they hadn't been to a mine site before, but uh, it is fantastic rehabilitation. So, you know, they're, they're people that have had the track record. You know, Mangula had the track record of, of doing the right thing by rehabilitation and doing the right thing by the community, and there was absolutely no reason why that mine shouldn't have been approved. Jeff, I just wanted to ask, did you have any final comments or things you just wanted to get out there to members uh, re your candidacy for Upper Hunter? Oh no, I mean only that. Uh, I mean, I want to be an MP. I want to be an MP that's approachable. You know, I don't want to be <laughs> as silly as this might sound. I don't want to be a poly. I, would, I just want to be an MP. That when I say I don't want to be a poly, it's one, I don't want to be one that, like I referred to earlier. Um, but I just want to be an MP that's approachable. You know, if I'm walking down the street, I want, and it doesn't matter what street it is, whether it's here or Gloucester or anywhere, I want people to be able to say, hey, I want to talk to you, I've got an issue, can you fix it for me and go away and fix it? That's what I want. Now, there is lots and lots of areas. I'm, not, I'm, I'm absolutely not underestimating the work that I've got to do if I, if I get elected, the work that needs to be done in this electorate. It is... You know, the Nationals have had this seat now for 90 years and frankly, um, there hasn't been much done for a long, long time. It is, uh, there is lots of work to do. As I say, I'm, I'm not, I don't underestimate how much work there is to do, but I'm prepared to do it. But yeah, I just want, I mean, I am, I am just one of them and I just want to be, continue to be one of them. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to work hard and, uh, and see if I can get some of these issues fixed. That was Jeff Drayton, Northern Mining and New South Wales Energy Vice President and Labor's candidate for Upper Hunter. And for any members who do live in the electorate, don't forget to vote. Pre-poll is open now. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a fresh episode of the podcast soon. In the meantime, don't be afraid to tell your mates you enjoy listening to us on your crib break or on long car drives. Word of mouth is our best friend. And if you do have an idea for an episode, speak to your local delegate or organiser and they can get in contact with me or email commoncause at cfmeu.com.au. Talk to you next time.